Well, recently I read in a Facebook post by Robert Kiyosaki that was pretty profound. And I agree with two-thirds of it. He mentioned that uh, instead of just teaching your children how to save, he said rather than teaching them how to save, teach them how to invest, teach them how to build businesses. I love what he says on the last two things, but I think all three are important. Teach your children to save. Why? So that you can do like what Dave Ramsey mentioned several years ago in a seminar I attended in Portland, Oregon. He was talking to business owners and he explained that he was able to get many pieces of furniture for his office in Tennessee because someone was going out of business and they had to sell this really nice, amazing furniture, high quality, at pennies on the dollar, to quote Dave Ramsey. Pennies on the dollar. Why? Two things. Someone had overbought. They hadn't lived within their means. And someone else, Dave, had money saved up that he was able to buy these things, pennies on the dollar, pay cash and get them. So yes, Robert Kiyosaki, it's vital. Teach your children that investments typically pay a lot more if you invest wisely, like Warren Buffett teaches us. Investments can pay quite a bit more. Businesses can pay, can pay quite a bit more. They don't all do that. You have to be very careful and wise. But make sure you're saving enough so that you can invest. Make sure you're saving enough so you can build businesses. You can buy real estate. Savings in and of itself is kind of fruitless, but the goal is that it allows us to have leverage to be able to borrow other people's money and to be able to have the reserves we need to often qualify to be able to get the investments that we would like. So going back to the Tao of Warren Buffett, that book that we talked about a couple weeks ago, um, <clears throat> Warren does this according to Mary Buffett and uh, David Clark. Warren, at times like these where the market's down and such, he's fearful when others are greedy and greedy when others are fearful. Uh, part of that's probably that uh, financial discipline saying, huh, what's the real value here? Should I buy? Should I not buy? Um, and that's for businesses or whatever. It, there's a quote uh, about Ted Williams, the great one considered one of the greatest hitters ever in baseball. He has a book called The Science of Hitting. And in that, Ted Williams argues this, that to become a great hitter, you have to keep yourself from swinging at bad pitches. To become a great hitter, you have to keep yourself from swinging at bad pitches. How does that relate to business, to expenses, to cost? You're going to be pitched every day from marketers, from advertisers. What are they saying in the commercials? What are they getting you to do? Is it a bad pitch <clears throat> or is it a good pitch? And the answer probably has to do with like, for instance, Warren Buffett is, is often considered one of the greatest finance people of all time, yet it's been said that he has about 10 companies that he's mostly invested in. About 10. And that's with over, what, 40, 50 years of investing? Most of his net worth, they're saying about 90%, is found in about 10 key stocks or 10 key companies that he's invested in. Interesting. How many different income sources do you have? You know, passive in in income sources, portfolio. Where's your money coming from? Do you need 100 or 1,000? Is it all because you're an employee? Robert Kiyosaki also said in a recent post that that's one of the most dangerous things is if your paycheck's only coming as an employee, wow, what does that say about your risk? And are you truly vulnerable? Absolutely. Whereas if you have some money coming in from a few different areas, that can be very helpful. Robert Allen several years ago talked about multiple streams of income. He had a few books about that with some wise principles. You want to make sure that you have multiple streams of income coming in for you but not so many that you can't keep track of them and it gets really frustrating. Um, let's see. There's a, Warren talks about some of the quotes in here, talk quite a bit about uh, really knowing what you're investing in. 
whether it be businesses or real estate or whatever, make sure that you truly are the financial guru. Not that you know everything, but you've sought many sources to be able to come up with your own ideas that are absolutely meaningful and helpful. Again, remember, it's not how much money you have. It's about your knowledge. It's about how you're using the tools and the resources that you have or helping use other people's resources to create value. Um, let's see. Uh, this is a great business principle. Warren, Be Warren believes in proactive management, fixing the potential problem before it becomes a problem. It's kind of like maintenance on your car. The best time to make sure you don't have to replace your engine is, well, on each and every oil change. Uh, Warren, it says here, is looking for someone to hire. When he's looking to hire someone, he looks for three qualities. Integrity, intelligence, and energy. Ooh. If you have to hire someone, maybe your manager, a leader, uh, human resources, whatever, you're looking to build a business or want a property manager or something, look for someone with integrity, intelligence, and energy. Uh, let's see if we can share perhaps one more thing here. How about this one? Um, he likes consumer monopoly businesses. You know, businesses that have kind of a, everyone knows about them. They, they are popular, not just popular, but they have, it's something more than um, just a commodity. You know, if you buy a business that's just a commodity, in other words, you can buy a hundred of these from any other company then that's not something that's a durable competitive advantage. It's not a consumer monopoly. You want a company where, yeah, there's a knockoff to Coke perhaps, but is it really Coke? No. There's a knockoff to McDonald's, but is it really McDonald's? No. These are companies that have a share in people's minds, and probably Coke is a better example than, than McDonald's or whatever, but there's certain companies that really stand out in people's minds that are like, wow, you can't really replicate what they're doing. So... Um, those are great companies to build and great companies to have. What separates you? If you have your own business or your own rental units, fourplex or a commercial building, why you? What's your competitive advantage, as they call it in the business world? What separates you and why would people pay quite a bit more? I've often said that, you know, what's the difference between a Toyota Corolla and perhaps a, a smaller Lexus? And the answer is, well, they're both made from the same company. They, there's a lot of similarities. But the reason why someone would pay double or maybe even triple the premium is not because of the amount of wheels or engine or different things like that, but one's a Lexus, one's a Toyota. One is got a little bit more, they're both high quality vehicles, but people, when they hear Lexus, they know that that's premium. They're gonna pay extra because it's high, it's considered a high status, if you will. Well, how can you make your business, your investments, high status? Good luck.